Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 16 years from today, Greg Gerstner will finally land the perfect cannonball. Epic Splash. Unsuspecting friends. A work of art only possible because Greg is already meeting all these same people at AARP volunteer and community events that keep him active and involved and help make sure his happiness lives as long as he does. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org local. Thanks for joining us for this latest episode of Spill the Tea. Amy Rogers here with you alongside my good friend, a face you'll recognize, a voice you'll recognize, very familiar, always hosting Golf Central, Anna Jackson. How you doing? Hello. Hello. I'm very good. Thank you, Amy Rogers. How are you? I'm doing well. Well, for those of you just joining us for this episode of Spill the Tea, we like to talk about golf, but not really about golf. It's about all the things sort of around golf. And for this episode, we have an exciting guest that's going to be joining us, uh, former world number one, multiple major champion. Lydia Ko is going to stop by and spend a little time with us. Uh, we caught up with her just before she headed over for the Asia Swing. So uh, a huge stretch coming up for her. She's going to be defending not once, but twice over this closing stretch of the season. But before we get into our uh, interview with Lydia Ko, Anna, what have you been up to? I haven't seen you since what, Solheim? We were getting ready for Solheim Cup? No, yeah, I think it was the week before Solheim, wasn't it? What have I been doing? Well, I didn't know how to say this, but I've been basking in the glory of Team Europe for the last... Uh, you're wearing <laughs> your mask, you're showing your spirit. <laughs> the Solheim Cup, the Ryder Cup, the Junior Solheim and the Junior Ryder Cup. It was a clean sweep for Europe and I'm very proud. But I understand, you know, we have an American audience, so I'm not going to be that annoying, <laughs> gloating European English girl. Um, <laughs> But it was, it was, uh, yeah, what a couple of weeks we had. I mean, you were at the Solheim Cup and I was in studio uh, kind of holding down, holding down the base and you and Cara and Paige McKenzie were out there. It looked, I mean, the course looked tough. It looked like yeah. an amazing week though. And that first tee, probably one of the best first tees we've ever seen at the Solheim. Yeah, the stands were pretty amazing. Um, you know, when you're looking just straight up vertically and people are like camped out trying to get a spot. I had gone down there on Sunday and it was totally full. There was no room for anybody. They were just standing, waiting, uh, trying to get in, as you probably saw from watching. I mean, it was a gorgeous golf course. And as yeah. you had, you know, previewed in advance because you had already been there, the views were amazing. I mean, second yeah. to none. But it is so hilly. I, I just, I don't know how to begin to describe to people how hard it was to get around this golf course. I mean, they had warnings for like steep slopes. I mean, that's not typical at most of these golf courses that we go to. Um, so it was a grind. I mean, the for fans, these players. What, what was the access like for the fans? Could they get around the course or were there just sort of dedicated grandstands and the access sort of wasn't as good as it could be? 
it was not ideal. I mean, it was definitely yeah. not what it could have been. Um, you know, and I've never had so many fans ask me for a ride on my golf cart because they were <laughs> really? just out of breath. I mean, they were exhausted. I mean, these are yeah. like straight up the hill. Like, I hope you did lots of training and cardio before you got there because like they were worn out. I mean, it was a grind if you wanted to get out there and really watch the golf. And then it wasn't as tough for the players where they were around the fairways. It wasn't as hilly. Um but it was still a tough walk. And they talked about that too with the Ryder Cup, that it was really hilly. The TV just doesn't do justice in trying to capture how challenging, you know, these weeks are. Yeah. Um, just trying I, to get around. I really liked what <laughs> Megan Kang said, actually, when she was playing with Lexi Thompson. She said that Lexi's just like a... a a monster she's got these long legs and in during their match which I think they won she was like Lexi was like come on Megan keep up she was like yeah my little legs just aren't quite built like that around this course but she um but yeah it was the brilliant and most importantly any sangria any tapas that we need to know about I didn't have anything exciting unfortunately you know it's you have you're so well-intentioned when you get over there and when I found out that they drive on the other side of the road, like we do in the United States, I was like, yes, I can do this. So I sign up. I was like, yes, get me a rental car. Normally I don't do that. And then I don't go anywhere because there's no time. You know, you're getting up in the dark, you're leaving the golf course in the dark. There's hardly any time to really like take in the experience. Um, And then after this crazy long week, I have this crazy time trying to get home, you know, and you have to get up get on the road early because you're going to get back late regardless, just because Mm -hmm. of the time change. So I'm up at 2 a.m. local time in Spain to get ready to go to the airport, wheels up 2.45 in the morning, get to the airport. (sighs) Yeah. It's like a blur. You're in the dark. It's so early. And I was okay getting out of Malaga. I get to Paris where my connection is. And there's like a 25 minute delay. I was like, that's not too bad. You know, they can make that up in the air. Like we're going to be fine. So my connection was in JFK and then from JFK home to Cincinnati. So we end up landing in JFK and you're in like terminal four and have to go to terminal one. I could have those reversed, but you have to take a bus and you have to go back out through security, back in through security, transfer your bag And I have like 45 minutes to get from terminal one to terminal four. I am literally running, literally running with my carry. Like I am sweating profusely. I've been up since 2.45 in the morning. I've already been on a seven hour flight and I'm in the line at the TSA pre-check and I am like yelling to this Delta representative like, ma'am, I'm going to miss my connection. Can you please help me? Please. (laughs) So she jumps me in front of like however many people she can, but then I still have to wait to get through like the detectors and all of that. And she's like, well, where is your gate? And she's like, it's basically at the end. She's like, you're literally going to have to run. So so I run, I get there. It's eight minutes prior to takeoff, but they've already closed the door because they closed the boarding door like 15 minutes prior. Oh, God. So I miss my connection. No. Next flight is not for like six hours later. (laughs) And you're like, all you want to do is get home. It's already been like the longest day. So it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. The next one's not till seven. So I'm just hanging out in JFK. I get some lunch and I end up seeing that there's this other flight, not direct to Cincinnati, but I can get through Detroit 
and I would get home sooner because as I'm waiting, my flight has now been delayed three times to get oh out gosh. of JFK. This and is I'm awful. like, this is like snowballing. And you know, when they like keep delaying and you're like, I might not get out of here at all. I I'm need to sleeping just get here tonight. out of this airport. Yeah. So I end up, I change, I go and connect in Detroit and then from Detroit to Cincinnati. So like four flights, I finally land around 1030. My bag is, I don't know where. I just go to the Delta desk. I was, Can you just deliver it to my house whenever it shows up? I <laughs> yeah. just want to go home at this yeah. point. So I get home. It was like 26 hours door to door, just getting home from Soul Life Cup. Wow. Wow. You poor thing. That is, that's a good one. Exhausting. That's up there. That's up there with one of the best ones. I get two hours or two week or two days at home, two nights at home. And then I went to Arkansas for uh, the three day event there. So it's been, it's a bit of a whirlwind, I have to say, the last few Yeah, I know. This is it. It's, It's obviously amazing to be at these events. And it's like, I thought, you know, how much I would have loved to have been in Italy, but you know, equally, I was one of those sickos who got up at one thirty in the morning and watched the first tea. But at least the commute is only 10 yards from my bed to the lounge yes. to watch these things. There's no traveling yes. back and forth. So, oh, you're a survivor, Amy Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> you made it back. <laughs> well, speaking of long commutes, uh, as we teased earlier, we're going to catch up with Lydia Ko. Uh, she was just getting ready to make uh, her own crazy commute. She had just been in Korea, was in Arkansas, and was getting ready to head back to Korea. Um, embarking on the LPGA's Asia Swing. So we're going to catch up with her, kind of talk a little bit about her season, uh, defending coming up, and what I was most excited about. She talks about her life now as a newlywed, being a married woman, and she also dishes on her celebrity crush. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. 
All right. Well, we are excited to have a special guest join us for this episode of Spill the Tea, a guest that despite her crazy travel schedule, uh, jet setting from Korea to Arkansas and back to Korea again, kind enough to spend some time with us. Lydia Ko, thank you for joining our podcast. Thank you for having me. Speaking of all the travel, how do you do it? How do you juggle all the jet lag, traveling all over the world? What do you enjoy about uh, just getting to travel the world? Yeah, um, I think it's uh, kind of like a double-edged sword. Um, you know, I think it's very, it's something that we're very grateful to be able to go and experience different cultures, you know, meet people from all around the world, play on different types of golf courses, have um, lots of good food, local food. Um, but then, you know, by the end of the year or by this time, I think uh, most of the players are pretty excited uh, to not be not fly. Um, but at the same time, you know, we've got our Asia swing coming up. Um, but, you know, it's obviously a little longer trip coming, like flying over. But after, once you're there, you know, from Shanghai to Korea to Malaysia, it's not that bad of a trip. And then to Japan. Um, so I, I'm really excited for it. I've always loved traveling. Um, I feel like uh, you know, there are ways to kind of get around jet lag. Um, I, I like to fly at night, so I land in the morning, so I'm productive during the day and then tired enough to like so that I don't wake up because of jet lag. But obviously it's a lot tougher when you're coming from Asia over uh, back into the U.S. But, you know, it is part of our job. And, um, you know, it, yes, it can get tiring, but I think for most parts, I think we're very just lucky to be able to do what we do. Yeah, the LPGA schedule sometimes can be absolutely brutal on you guys when it comes to travel. Lydia, how how do you sort of approach your travel? Do you dabble in a little bit of private jet? I can't imagine you fly cattle class anywhere. How do you uh, how do you approach the quality of your travel? Because you are one of the best athletes in the world. Um, I think you know people uh, like think that we like fly. Um, business all the time, fly private jets, but that's really, um, it's not as glamorous as what people think. Um, you know, I think I've gone on like two private jets, maybe or once, um, like flights, and that was for like a charity event um, where it was like taking a bunch of us from one location to the to the event. But other than that, I don't think I've ever taken like a private flight a flight to a tournament. Um, sometimes when we go from small city to another small city, like let's say Toledo to like Atlantic City, not that that is back to back. Like you do wish like there was like you owned a little private plane and you could just go direct rather. <laughs> to go through like a different city but um you know it's uh like I said earlier it, it is part of like what we do and I think you know players obviously they have a different way they approach the schedule but for me I, I don't really like to play more than three four weeks in a row so I'm trying to be smart on like what makes sense logistically and also like when I can have the breaks so that I come fresh for the next stretch. You mentioned the Asia swing and having to play a few weeks uh, over there. I always remember from these Asia swings, the crazy photo calls that they do, which we don't do over here in the United States where they get a bunch of players together. And I've seen you guys dressed up in some like pretty interesting outfits. What's like the weirdest, craziest photo call that you've been a part of over the years? Um, I think one of the most standouts were, um, 
it was a long time ago, maybe like nine, eight years ago in Singapore, I did one and they had like set up almost like a band and there was like a drum, like set of drums and like a guitar and a singer and um, maybe I did the drums. Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> We were like out on the golf course at Serapong uh, on the Sentosa Golf Club. And we're doing it and like I've seen that photo like gone through um mm -hmm. that's been a standout and then also at that event I think they did like a fashion show runway um so I remember doing one there and actually like a Korean traditional hanbok fashion show um for uh the event that we used to have in Korea as well so I think some go like very traditional like obviously in Korea you know celebrating and showcasing um you know the traditional clothes that they used to wear in the day um and then some are just like wild ideas I'm not really sure where it came from but um it is really cool obviously like you wouldn't want to be doing that every week um <laughs> it's most no. of it's like the same people that do like press conferences or protocols so to do that like every week for some like let's say like Lilia who's number one she'd probably be like um requested to do it and I think if she had to do something like that every week that would be pretty draining but every now and then it's, it's like a pretty cool I guess marketing approach um and if it can showcase like the local clothing or culture, I think it's it's a really cool way to like for the tour and the city or country to kind of connect. Yeah, I can imagine sometimes you look around and you think, come on, guys, who's <laughs> who's making us do this? Why why are we doing this? But they are. We absolutely love them. And, and good for you guys for being such a good sport. Um, you mentioned part of the beauty of Travel Lydia is the food and exploring all the different culinary cultures. And I know you are a little bit of a foodie, especially when it comes to Korea sort of what are your go-to evening travel dinners that are an absolute staple every week um you know I'm very fortunate that for most weeks I travel with my mom especially in domestic events and um so that's why we try and stay at like a residence in or you know those hotels with like a kitchenette um so like she will cook like Korean food for most parts and like she'll travel with like the kimchi that she made at home um mm. so sometimes even before you open the suitcase you can smell the kimchi from the outside <laughs> um so like that my mom cooks is great um I think when I first came on tour I was like very like stubborn in the sense like I wanted Korean food for breakfast like lunch obviously was at dining and then dinner would be Korean food but now um I don't know like since like I've moved out and like I've had to branch off and like do my own stuff um I've kind of like gotten to appreciate like and like explore that it doesn't have to be one way um so I enjoy like having avocado toast or like I'll make my own overnight oats and so it's just like I think I've kind of um opened up my genre and interest of, of food um so yeah I think like two years ago if you asked me I'd be like okay where's the nearest Korean restaurant I'm going there but now I might like say oh let's go have Thai food or Italian food or like where's the best pizza place has your mom passed down any of her famous signature recipes to you yes um she's like told me uh there's this um, kind of soup that's my husband's favorite soup. Um, so she gave me the recipe and we've made it at at, um, at home a couple of times. And my husband says like, 
when at the time he told me mine was better, but he actually said later, actually, my mom's is better. So I was like, <laughs> That's a very wise um, husband. Which I, don't, I don't blame him. My mom's <laughs> yeah, he was, um, but my mom's an amazing cook. I'm lucky that I'm able to have like her like home cooking. Speaking of your husband, how is married life? We're so happy for you. Congratulations. How's the first sort of six months been of, of the journey? It's been good. Um, you know, not much has changed because, you know, going into the year, I thought, okay, maybe I'll play like 20-ish events, which was um, what I played last year. But I think I'm going to play closer to like 22 or 23 because I've played some other events on other tours. Um, so I haven't played like necessarily any less so that we've got to spend more time together. Um, obviously didn't play the first event of the year at my home club um, just so that we could have those kind of like that eight-ish days of our honeymoon um, and just enjoy us time. But I guess like when the season starts like it's it's busy and you're constantly on the go and you know if you have a week off it's more like four or five days off because you need to travel again so um it's, it's been fun um I guess like for me I think sometimes I feel bad because I'm the one that's always leaving and you know the person and my husband always the one that's like staying behind and um but he's such a great sport and a super understanding of what I do and I said, I don't think I could personally meet a golfer because I don't think I could understand all that traveling. Um, and especially if both of us are traveling, but he, he really accommodates to like my schedule, which I'm very um, appreciative of. I know June sometimes does get to travel with you. What is it like being able to share some of these experiences together and, and have him with you out on the road? Yeah, I think... Um, Maybe Palace Verdes was the first time where he was there the whole week um, because uh, it was in between like his jobs. Um, so like before then, you know, like at CME last year, he'd come like on Saturday uh, after work finished on Friday and then, you know, just see the weekend and that would happen for, you know, a couple of the other events he went to. But no, it was kind of the first week that he was there. Like, he knows, like, okay, I play a pro-am on a Wednesday. Um, you know, there's tea, tea times. It's just, like, a whole schedule, like, what my day is like and, like, what I do on, like, a Monday to practice. And, um, yeah, it's just, I think it would have been, I think he said it was, like, different. Like, he uh, didn't realize, like, you know, how much, like, time and effort, like, not only me, but, like, like how like all the players um put in and um I think just sometimes even though you're around it like unless you're there to experience it like you can't really gauge exactly what goes on um and like especially on a Monday or Tuesday where it's closed ropes and it's just really the players with their caddies and and coaches and like I think like to a lot of people golf is like fun right it's like what they do in their off time that they're like, oh, five hours at the golf course, that's paradise. But it's like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's yes, like we're uh, lucky 
be out there and do that but it's like it's five hours or maybe six seven or maybe four hours of like players grinding you know getting used to the golf course like getting their game ready so it's it's like i think the perspective is different um but it's uh i think he understands it and um he's very supportive and i think uh like when he, he's at a tournament it's like he's like okay what can i do and um you know he's just He's my number one supporter. So, yeah, I'm very lucky. It sounds like you two are an absolute perfect fit together and he sounds so supportive. But, you know, the first year of marriage, you do find out things about each other maybe you didn't know before. Annoying habits. For example, I learned my husband likes to leave wet towels on the bed or puts things on top of the dishwasher instead of in the dishwasher. Are there any little annoying habits that you've learned about June in the first year of marriage? Um, I don't think so. I mean, like, um, luckily we had a transition before we got married where we got to like spend time together and like get our, um, apartment ready and, and all that. So it's just, um, like, it wasn't like day one of marriage and it's like, surprise, like I do this. <laughs> um, so like, I don't, I'm lucky that you're not like whoa like taken back from anything um I'm not like the super like clean kind of style and he's definitely not that either and like he might leave like you know a hanger like on the bed but like it doesn't really bother me because like if it bothers me then I'm just gonna like put it like in the closet or (laughs) or like whatever so I think we're very similar um in the sense and you know I don't think I haven't found anything like weird yet um but maybe (laughs) it is because it's a honeymoon like everything looks good just wait Lydia you're gonna find something just wait (laughs) (laughs) all right before we let you go we want to have a little fun we got a few questions here we like to do with each of our guests we're gonna get you to really spill the tea on these a few quick questions here to have some fun all right first one if you just had one meal you could eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh. Um, <laughs> pork ribs with my mom's Ooh. like gochujang sauce. All right. Nice. Delicious. Good choice. Uh, Lydia, who do you text the most? Uh, the husband. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. How about the one it's celebrity? All right, how about the one celebrity or athlete that you would get to meet that would make you geek out the most? And maybe you've met them already. Um, I would love to meet uh, Tom Hardy. Oh, a bit of a celeb crush there. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) How does Um, June feel about this? Is he aware? (laughs) Very aware, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think Tom Hardy and Roger Federer are my like two um, crushes. Very, very two very contrasting individuals. Very different, but <laughs> it's just the person that I like. Not not the doesn't have to be like the physical looks. Yeah. Have you uh, have you ever listened to Tom Hardy reading bedtime stories on <laughs> on uh, podcasts? It's very soothing, Lydia. When you go to bed oh, tonight. <laughs> Well, I'm going to do that and Jesus is going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that British He's going to end up learning the weird thing about her instead of the other yeah. way around. <laughs> um, 
couple more. Do you ever Google yourself, Lydia? And what do you think for what pops up? <laughs> um, I don't really Google myself, but um, I have done it before, but it's not like an every every third Wednesday. I, <laughs> I, but I have, and I think it was more um, like I changed something or like I didn't play as well. I wanted to kind of see like how if like people were not saying nice things about me <laughs> i don't want to know about the good stuff but like sometimes I'm curious. yeah all right what's the one thing you can't live without on the road on the road um my cell phone um because like a lot of the times i am not able to like travel with my husband and um like that's the thing that like keeps me connected so Thank God I live in this um, era where like FaceTime and like, uh, you know, there's different ways to like message. I don't think I could be where like 20, 30 years ago where even caddies could not even talk to their players uh, because there was no cell phone to be like, hey, I'm running 10 minutes late. How did we yeah. survive? I don't know how I people did it. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. And and just finally, Lydia, it was really special, I thought, in 2020, you put on Instagram, you wrote a letter to your 15-year-old self when things, you know, really started to take off and the world was at your feet. And you wrote to yourself, soak up every experience and endure every feeling, good and bad. Does the Lydia of 2023 do that? Is she true to her word? I, I'd like to say so. Um, I think... Sometimes, like, you know, even though we're not, like, celebrities, um, we are in the public eye, like, especially when we're at a tournament um, and with social media and, and everything like that. And I think sometimes, like, like when I realize that, oh, I'm pretending to smile or I'm pretending to be something that I'm not, um, I think it's, like, I get those kind of self-awareness wake up calls and I think that makes me almost take a step back and be like hey you know what it's okay to not be okay and I think it's okay to be honest to your to your emotions and I'm very lucky that my mom my sister my dad and my brother-in-law and my husband like they're all there to like see me for who I am and like ask me the right questions that like make me be very honest and I think that's like sometimes like when you are like that there's like you're not sure if like being vulnerable is not a good thing but I think it is a good thing because you know we're all human you know I'm just a human that comes from is, is from Korea and that grew up and that's playing a sport golf and it doesn't make me any more special than than anybody else so I think being honest with myself I think is important and that's the way I can protect myself and it is something that I'm continuously going to work on um so yeah well Lydia Ko we think you are pretty special and we appreciate we you spending some time with us always being so authentic so real and answering all of our silly questions so thank you yes. for stopping by <laughs> thank you Lydia let's see your busy travel schedule so, thank you I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. 
Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. That was great. I always love catching up with Lydia Ko. I mean, she's just one of the most open, honest, forthright players. I mean, she just tells you what it what it is, like it is. And like she said, you know, just recognizing at those moments when she feels like she is not being authentic and not being herself. I mean, kudos to her for figuring that out at such a young age. Yeah, I just I'm always just blown away by Lydia Ko. You know, sort of personality wise and and how she comes across. She reminds me a lot like Roseanne, just mm-hmm. very down to earth, so incredibly normal, so grateful for opportunities. You know, when she logged on and she said, Well, thanks for having me on the podcast. And I'm like, you've been world number one since you know, <laughs> you've been 17. You are a, a prodigy in this game. Yeah. But her whole mindset is is just so so understated and that always is just what amazes me about Lydia Ko she hasn't changed since the day she came out on tour and and here she is now a married woman and I love that she's found happiness and yeah she hasn't had the best season of her career but you know she's made up for it in other ways personally and for someone like that I think that is just so important and and yeah she was fantastic and she had a bit of a cold so even yes kudos kudos to her for still spending some time with us well another prodigy who has made some headlines uh in recent weeks Lexi Thompson, we've seen her kind of uh, find a spark here uh, late in the season. We saw it a little bit there at Solheim Cup, and she's been riding some momentum uh, late into the year. And now this big announcement, she's going to be just the seventh woman to play in a PGA Tour event, teeing it up at the Shriners out in Las Vegas. What are your thoughts on this move? I think my first thoughts, like most people's thoughts, was does she want to do this? She's not playing that well. (laughs) And, you know, it's such a big stage playing 
on the PGA tour and playing against the men and, and, you know, you really want to try and step up and perform and do it for the women. And I know, and actually you're absolutely right. Since the Solheim cup that has triggered a fire inside of her and it's sort of turned her season around. She lives for those events. So, you know, she's an absolute bomber. She's going to be hitting it as far as the best of them, you know, in terms of, LPJ golfers but I think she's really excited about it and one thing I really love about Lexi is that she's all about sort of inspiring young women and girls and as much as as much as success she's had professionally I think that is a huge focus for her going forward she's still so young herself Mm -hmm. but I think she's out there to show girls no matter how big your dream is you can go and do it so you know good for her Lexi's been such a role model for so many American players for so many years now and and this is just a a next step in that chapter so go on girl make the cut that's what I say (laughs) yes that would be fantastic to see because we've seen a lot of the the women you know tee it up but haven't been able to make it to the weekend so that would be awesome and I feel like this is a nice little like teaser preview of what we're going to get to see at the end of the season finally getting this Grant Thornton invitational underway with a lot of the guys and girls teeing it up together um which will be awesome I'm super excited for this season. yeah is she playing with um I think she's playing with Ricky now isn't she I think she Ricky is yeah was playing with Jessica Corder who's obviously yes. taking a step back having a baby so uh yeah what a duo that is that's cool I know that'll be awesome All right. Well, it was fun catching up with you as always, Miss Anna Jackson. As always, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you to our lovely listeners as well. We'll see you very soon. Yeah. Be sure to check out all episodes of Spilled the Tea. Catch up on some of our prior episodes wherever you get your podcasts or head on over to YouTube and you can watch us, not just listen, but you can see our lovely faces as well (laughs) or visit uh, NBCSports.com. All right. That does it for us. Anna, great to see you. See you down the road. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.